Welcome to Toffee Blue View, your source for all things Everton. Uh, I'm Jerry. Uh, we have Max and we have Edward. Edward makes a triumphant return to Did the you Toffee Blue View. Yes, of course. We have to miss Edward. He's plucky. Because <laughs> uh, I'm the youngest. Yeah, well, plus, plus you just have a natural sprightly manner. You know what I mean? Oh. Bubbling with energy. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Um so, uh, guys, are we? It seems as though we're feeling feeling good again after a game. Yeah, you know, yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah. weird. The, the results have turned, and I think that's you know that's all we could ask for, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, as long as it continues, then it, I'm sure we'll continue being happy. Yeah. Viva Big Sam! <laughs> you know, uh, he's saying all the right stuff, and he's getting results. You know. I'm liking what he's saying so far, I must admit. He is. He's doing everything right. I don't I I feel like we're going to we're going to have to have a nice a nice big segment that we haven't done yet about whether oh. or not we actually want a Hollywood manager at the end of this season. <laughs> you know? Uh, is that what's coming up? It, it mm. will, I think that's what everybody expected, but if for some reason he continues a nice run all the way through the rest of the season, not winning all the matches, but actually gets us, bumps us up closer Results. to, yeah, it's, it's tough to ignore that. So, um, so guys, let's, uh, let's do a quick uh, summary of what's going on in today's show for the podcasters out there. All right. So uh, what we're looking at today is we're going to start with a reaction to, uh, to the one win at Newcastle. Then we're going to, we're going to do a segment. Uh, it's, it's finally time. We need to talk about Barkley, you know, cause he's almost healthy. All right. And we got to talk about it because, frankly, there's there's a lot of different subjects to get to with this guy. All right. Um, next, uh, apparently, Big Sam is 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 not uh, into holiday celebrations when you've got uh, a busy schedule, busy fixture list. All right. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that and what its effect on the team might be and that sort of stuff. Uh, lastly, we'll give a preview of this weekend's match against Swansea. All right, so so to get started, let's discuss Newcastle. Uh, Edward, you were there. Max, did you not go? I didn't go. No, I watched it in right. my class. Right, I didn't go as well. All right, so Edward, you're you're kind of our our connection to to what was it, what, what it was like in the stadium. What do you what do you yeah. got? Um, very very good atmosphere for how high it was, because I was in row W, so I was right at the back. Um, and that was definitely a good atmosphere, feel-good feel factor, uh, with a lot of fans. Unlike a lot of games when we've thrown it away, this one we actually felt we can get a result here today, because Newcastle hadn't been doing well. And I think straight from the off, fans were getting really behind the team, really, really supportive, which was good, which was very good. And coming up with all the chants, singing about Yannick Balassi, singing about Coleman, as well as showing their support for all the players that aren't there at the minute. That's awesome. So when Newcastle was flying uh, from the start, you know they were they were really getting some shots. Uh, yeah. And we seemed like we were kind of on the back foot. Uh, did that change any of the tone a bit of of your of the away support, or with the whole time were they sitting there thinking, you know what? 
We've been through this before. We'll deflect it and we'll find a way. Mm. I think uh, right at the start, it was obvious. I mean, they hit the post, I think it was twice in the first half, which you could see was a bit unnerving to the team and to the fans as well. So, I mean, we did, I think, after the first goal, a lot of people thought, yeah, we'll, we'll get this, we'll get this. But at times, there were there were little thoughts of, hang on, th- these can get back into it. But it, it was it was nice to come away with a win for once, and I think a lot of the, the fans definitely appreciate it. I mean, if you go on Twitter, I mean, if you go on my Twitter, just, just saying, um, there's this clip at the end where it's just saying, you know, Every single Everton fan in that away stand was singing We Love Everton, which was nice to show. (laughs) Uh, Max, what are your initial thoughts here? Well, obviously you you went into that game off off, off the back of the, um, you know, the derby. And, you know, we we, the game plan for the derby, you know, suck up all the pressure. We were thinking, hopefully we'll go into this game and try and take it to, to Newcastle more, mm. more more than what we did against Liverpool because we didn't really take anything to Liverpool. Um, obviously, you know, like a yeah, poor form in Newcastle, they haven't won seven on the... They haven't, they haven't won the last seven, be eight now. But, yeah, but as you say, they started quick and they started fast and they wanted to get the ball forward. And that made me quite sceptic at first because I was thinking, oh, God. I, I just I did because I've I've seen it plenty of times, you know, where Evan lose an early goal and heads go down, and it just uh, you know pretty much what happens under Cumin a lot of the time, you know, we concede first and heads go down, but you know we weathered the the early storm in mm. for uh, a, a phrase to put it as you know they came at us but we dealt with it well, and I think that's that that's down to Sam and. What, how he's pretty much transformed our, it's not just our defence, it needs to be in terms of defending, you know, we, we've kind of integrated a completely new system and it seems to be working really, really well. It was weird because uh, Newcastle tend to do that. They tend to come out really strong and get the first goal, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I believe Sam, you know, I think Sam even said it in one of his interviews that, yeah, we know that's going to happen, so we're going to have to blunt their attack. You know, and so, uh, got to tell you though, when we did have the ball, there's there's like this new efficiency that has taken over our mm. attack. You know, so it's confidence, isn't it? It's confidence. It is, especially but, in the build up to the goal. It, it is, that but when incredible. you see, I think it's it, it's it's our short passing game is more efficient. Our movement yeah. is better. Our our, our mm. short passing game is not more efficient. It's also more accurate. In the past, we yeah. are, are, you know, we're sitting there. We, we try to play a one-two, and it's going straight to the defender who's tracked us back. We haven't figured out how to how to deal with that. But um, I feel like this past weekend, or uh, not past weekend on Wednesday, I feel like on Wednesday, it it was stronger. It, we we had a much more connected attack when we actually got it. Can I just say, I think I um, a bit a big shout out to you for Dominic Calvert Lewin for that. I think his hold up play improved. A hell of a lot lately. Um, particularly, I think it's Sean against Newcastle there. I mean, I think for for them, um, was, was he the one that put the cross in? Yeah, yes. he was the one that put the cross in. Basically, he, he, I mean, he put the cross in. I mean, he's getting he's getting in better positions, and it, it's nice to see that because as a young centre forward, 
he's, he's kind of got that selfless nature of play. You know, he doesn't mm-hmm. mind going out wide. And for for a team to be efficient in getting results, you need a kind of a selflessness mm-hmm. amongst the players. And it's really nice to see. I mean, plenty of times, Rooney, Sigurdsson, you know, there's a lot of good... I mean, Coco Martinez as well, I think, as well, was getting up and down. I think that's probably his best game I think I've seen. He had a very, yeah, he had a yeah. very good game. Um, People are still slating him, by the way. Just saying. He'll just be him, I think. I've just, seen I mean, he got up and down a lot better than he, he has done whenever he's played. I mean, it, I think that was the first game I've watched him and thought, you don't look like a standing player. You, you know, you look comfortable. And it was really nice to see. Oh yeah, he's got a bit of a run of games now, hasn't he? So maybe that's something to do with it. But I think uh, it all the performance definitely picked up. I think we can all say after they hit the post first, because yeah. if you notice, just straight away, oh, hang on, these can get into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the things, and I think we should continue talking about strong performers because there were there were a lot of strong performances. Sigurdsson and, and, and Rooney are starting to develop an understanding. When Sigurdsson first came in, everybody says, oh, he's got to get used to the system. He's got to get used to this. And, and I think it's really just players getting used to each other and knowing where the other one's going to be. Yeah. You're, mm-hmm. you're seeing a lot more. Uh, we're, we're connecting play a lot better near the box. Now, we yeah. did not do that in the Derby. But then again, didn't have a lot of opportunities to do that. All right? Mm-hmm. To, be, to be fair. All right? Yeah. Um, so, anyway... Uh, Strong, strong performance by them. Uh, and another thing for another shout out for Sigurdsson for his hard work on defense. The guy yeah. Can I just tireless. say, I think, I think Coleman, I think Coleman was actually proven right because he's in all the games he's played. I think his strongest position has been on the left. Isn't that crazy? Everybody's been saying he mm. should play as a ten, but he's done well. On yeah, the left. he does tend to. Uh, we've noticed it. We talked about it some on the program. Yeah. Second half tends to cut in a lot more and kind of go more centrally. Um, but yeah, he's done. He's done great. Oh, and he totally. And, and one thing about Sigurdsson, I know Max, you tweeted about it. The 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 very obvious miss that he had second mm-hmm. half, where positions like that are why we brought him in to finish that. So that was a little yeah. a little disappointing. Yeah. But I, 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 I have passed it to Rooney. Well, I, my my thing is with this Everton side now. Obviously, we we have hit a bit of form. But I think to really try and push on and try and rediscover some of this European form that we were hoping, you know, because obviously at the start of this season, you know, that that was the aim, you know, never never mind Europe. We were thinking Champions League more specifically, but obviously, you know, the um, it's been a bit of a nightmare, and you know, I think we've had a complete shake up of a a, a reality check to say the least, and. Mm-hmm. I just think you know I, I, when I watch Man, I watch Manchester City, um, and I, this this is just kind of what I did yesterday when I watched match of the day. When you're watching Manchester City, honestly, God, I don't think I've seen a better Premier League team in terms of taking chances. Yeah, and it, it, it it's not just it's not just the obvious ones. It's most chances that they make, they score. And I'm, I'm by no by no means is this me comparing Everton to Manchester City. But it just shows that if you want to try and reach that elite level, you need to be clinical with every single chance that comes your way. 
you know, you talk about that Sigerson chance and it's something that I think we we brought up when we were talking the world when we were watching the game gay early on. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's another game. one you were really all over, Max. I noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it it it's it, 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 it's a step that we need to, to make, you know, we, we need to be clinical and we need to start, you know, some, some of them aren't even hitting the target, you know, you need to hit the target and you need to challenge the keeper. So I think that's something, something else that we need. Now we've kind of got the defensive base, well, it looks like we've got the defensive base, we need to build on it from there and start being a lot more clinical. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sam has flat think, out come yeah. out and said that he the first thing he wanted to do, the only thing he said he's done, he said the only thing I've done is stop them conceding so much. Mm. He, he acts like that's the only thing he's really had time to do. So, uh, yeah, it's, I think it's fascinating that, I mean, we, we've all of a sudden, not only are we not conceding as much, but we're also really efficient. And we are taking a lot of those chances. You know, yeah. our, our you know, shots per goal rate right now is very, pretty solid lately, mm. you know? It's incredible. It is incredible how... You think that that team a few weeks ago was losing to the likes of Southampton four one. It was yeah. losing, you know, however many against Atalanta. But now he's just turned it all around. It is incredible. Yeah, so, I, I think um, uh, what what what's caused changed in that respect is you know we kind of alluded to it before, but the the, um, the interplay, the passion, move, everything seems to be on the same wavelength now. Um, whereas Previously, how many times have you seen, you know, say Gilfie get on the ball and he he's tried. He, he, it's almost because obviously you can't. You, you players seem to clash under Cumin. Like they didn't look like they could fit all in the same team or work within the same system. Like you know, as a chance mm. then Gilfie, how many times do you see him try and read a player's movement before he's actually made the move and get it wrong? You know, how many times have we give the ball away sloppily in that sense? So it's a big improvement to, you know, because it, it's some attractive, like, as we were saying before, that build-up to the, to the goal, it was attractive yeah. football. You know? So that back heel. Exactly. You, know, you, you want to see more of that and you want to see it, you know, develop. So, OK, do you think Clarsen would fit in with that kind of system then? Yes, I do. Or it's just a matter of thinking who would you who would you take out of the side? Maybe if you're giving Rooney a rest, or if you're giving Gilfie a rest. Because I mean, me, me and Jerry have talked about it before, in that we think Klassen excels a lot in that that quick one touch, two touch type of football. And you know that was the type of stuff that we were seeing last night. Mm-hmm. And but then they were physically getting the ball off people, and I don't think Klassen would do well in that respect. Mm. Oh, it's a tricky one, but you know, and again, again, what Jerry said previously, maybe that would come into, maybe if he improved his physicality, then maybe that would be a side to his game that we'd see get better. Yeah, you know, I don't want to write Klassen off at all because I do think he's better in this team. Yeah, I feel like Klassen's a weird case because I always equate his game with Mm -hmm. Tom Davies, but I feel like Mm -hmm. Tom Davies does a much better job of possessing the ball. And he's he has no, Tom Davis has no problem putting in a tackle. Uh, Clausen I thought didn't, and then I saw him against is the is it Apollon when he played. He, he got stuck in a couple of times. Mm. You know he actually so I, I thought he was sort of a softer 
type of guy. But I, I think I don't think he's as soft as we think he is. You know, no. So, so no. that's the real question: is do do people consider him a ten or an eight? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's a weird one. I feel I feel like his game is more suited to be an eight, uh, and yeah. then he needs other people in the middle with him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. In, at Ajax, he played one of those uh, that center attacking mid position with only one other player in the middle, and he was forced to cover a lot of ground. But it's a slower league. Yeah, and it's more physical here. It's faster, so I think he needs help. Whenever he's in there, I don't think he can play alone in a two. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's not really alone. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, I know what you mean. But I obviously with the with the way things are going, the teams that we're putting out now, finally we seem to have put to bed the dilemma of figuring out which eleven works on the pitch because you know we're kind of we're getting we're getting results now so it kind of the, the team I still write Niasi as a nine just for uh, anyone asking <laughs> <laughs> well I think that the team that we played last night is looking like our strongest eleven at, at the moment and yeah. have, having the likes of Klassen and you know possibly even Niasi it, it, it's good in in a sense of rotation because mm. you know especially during this period I mean Fixes come thick and fast, and we're going to have to rotate. And it, when we do rotate, that it, it can't be a, a risk in that sense. If you know, if you know what I mean, we can't make changes that are going to change the style of play or change the system. So mm. obviously, obviously, the likes of class, Sam uh, will get away with the likes of Klassen and, and and try and bring out his strength, but you know. As I say, with this with this Christmas period coming up, and possibly possibly if we manage to get into a European place next season, rotation is going to be key. So I've got um, no no plans that I, I do think Klassen will get a run. Yeah, I want to talk about rotation, and we actually have two different other segments. I want to discuss rotation a bit. Okay, um, just because I think against Swansea, it's applicable, and also. During the the holiday season, it's definitely applicable. So let's get into the, that a little bit more detailed later. All right. Um, so uh, do we feel like Schneiderlin has earned his way back? Yeah. I, I kind of yeah. think he he has. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Last night, he really was. He, people don't realize how good he was last night. In it the, was. It was very good. Know, yeah. I'd I'd love I'd love to. I haven't seen his heat like his heat map of where he was on the pitch, but I'm pretty sure it didn't stray far from just in front of the back line. Uh, he seems to have found a role where he basically keeps the shape of the team together. Mm. Yeah, and, you're noticing as well. He's slotting back um, into the sort of the left back and the right back positions as well. Whenever the so he's he's sort of like you say he's knows where he's going as well. He covers those areas, but it's you know. It, we, we, how many t- when he when he was going through a poor run of form? How much of that was down to us? You know, you watching him, you think, why are you there on the pitch and why are you lunging in, mm. or you know, why why are you making this mistake in this part of the pitch? But you know, the the, the role he has now, it, you know, it's kind of it's a low low risk in terms of whenever he's got the ball, it's kind of like find the shirt and it, it, press from there. Yeah, it's kind mm. of like you know. Gay seems to be the water carrier in in this system, and it, you know uh, it's working I've well. Got no problems with that. It, it continues to impress, so 
you know, long may it continue. I actually, yeah, I, think, I, think I actually read that I think Schneiderlin actually covered way more ground than he normally does in that game. Like, yeah. uh, which, which is, which, I mean, he's running again. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, I wonder if he got very complacent under Kuman because it's his former manager and Kuman may have been really relaxed about getting them trained up. Um, and maybe, I mean, uh, to be honest, now it almost seems like number one, he's paying attention. But number two, and this is weird and doesn't make sense, it seems like he knows, what he's, he knows his role more now. It's more specific. Yeah. He goes, he takes care of what he's supposed to take care of, and that's it. Yeah, exactly. You know? Doesn't try and play a load of roles. And yeah. I guess that was the same with a lot of the team, actually. Because mm-hmm. you saw Rooney having to track back a lot, and, and didn't make much sense. But I just want to give like a special little mention, a shout-out to Holgate and Kenny. Mm. They've been incredible. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. Uh, I... I... When I, when I first watched the game, like, live, I... Because, obviously, with Newcastle having the fast fast start and they hit the post twice, there were a, there were a few times where I thought, you know, I, I, I wish Ken, um, sorry, Holgate would, you know, close down a bit more. Because sometimes, you know, I mean, he was, he was holding his shape with Williams, which I didn't kind of realise until I watched it back on Match of the Day. But... That, that kind of that's why I was a bit shaky at the start of the game because obviously with them hitting the, hitting the post twice and they were from quite um they were from quite far out, far out positions in that they didn't have a man closing them down or a man marking them so especially that Marino one I, I, I was thinking you know come on someone needs to get out and close them down there yeah. but when I watched it back on match of the day with with forcing them to take the shot from long distance because they've got nothing else on mm. I mean. Well, we're really, we seem really regimented in in defence, and as long you know, as long as we keep rising our luck in the sense that they, you know the opposition keeps hitting the post or one of them flies over, you know it's yeah. okay. But you know, I just think we need to be wary of that. You know, the the, the long ranger. Oh, that 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 one that hit the post, not Richie, but the uh, I mean, it, that's the one that no, I no, actually yeah. I when the first time through. I was sitting there thinking, ah, Rooney needs to be closing that down because he's the closest defender there, and he's sort of jogging at him, you know. And I was thinking, well, number one, he's getting older; he's trying to conserve energy. I get that; I've lived that; I understand. But uh, and so, but immediately, I was thinking, you know, he needs to be pressuring that. He's got to begin. So I and then, upon rewatching that and rewatching it and rewatching it. I wasn't sure if it's what Max was saying or if it genuinely was him just not sprinting at the ball just because he's just had to get back, mm. you know, just because maybe he's a little tired. Um, and I don't know the answer to that. I really don't, especially with him. Um, I, but, man, that was that was really close to being, being in. That was a really yeah. good shot. <laughs> yeah. um, I love Pickford's... Pickford's um... Little celebrations as well. He came over. He came over to where we were at the end, and when everyone was chanting out, all the players were just like, "Yeah, obviously, yeah." And then Pickford, he's walking up. Yeah, yes! yeah. He's going to be like that because he's yes. because he's you know oh, played for Sunderland. The amount, so. <laughs> the amount of booze he got from the Newcastle fans oh, was so funny. You could hear it on yeah. TV, man. Oh, it's horrifically funny. Um, so um, he, he didn't care. He didn't care. Speaking of Pigford and speaking of Kenny and and several other people, this is the last thing I think we should get into. 
we're st- we're starting to take on a little snidey time wasting. Uh, you know, I think you know DCL like kicking the ball after the play and then looking around like what? And <laughs> and, and, and my favorite, my favorite is Kenny going over to take a throw in. Okay. And he, and he pretends like he doesn't know the ball's being thrown at him. Somebody just throws it past him. <laughs> <laughs> and the other team just pegs him at pegs it at him, hits him in the legs. He has to go pick it up after that. Oh my god, it was great. Yeah. I loved uh, Rooney's little he was walking and ooh. Ooh. Yeah. I forgot ooh. about that. Ooh. Yeah, now let me take my shin guard out. Oh yeah, that's better now. You know, yeah, I, I... Can I can I just say I, I I think that is just an example of simple but effective tweaks that Sam Allardyce has made as yeah. he come in. I think um, obviously I mean, time wasting is time wasting. Teams do it. it, it it's not what it's not what you want to see as a football fan, but it happens. You know you need it to drag results out. But I think that something that really opened my eyes was how many times you get in a position where you're leading last 10 minutes and you think, yeah, there's a young lad, throw a young lad on and see what he can do. But Sam brought on Jackie Elka. Yeah. And, mm. you know, and, and yeah, something that it went unnoticed, but Jags, won it, late on, they had a corner. Jags won a header. He won a few, corner, you know, yeah. It, simple, simple little things like that. You know, it, it makes you really... Um, happy uh, as, as an Everton fan it, it's nice to see like just these little tweaks that are being made but you can see that they're you know they're making a, an effect yeah yeah I mean uh, I, I feel like I've remembered in the past oh I know I remember in the past we're up Martinez decides you know what I'm gonna throw on a striker yeah up up one two oh you know what I mean and you never know what can happen he throws on a striker and that's his last sub you know, and, and, you know, again, it's not the most exciting football in the world, guys, you know, to throw in an additional center back for the last, you know, 10 minutes or so. But we won. You know what yeah, I mean? And he clogged the middle. He won more. And it made, when they had corners, he's he's sitting there and he's able to take away some of their aerial threat because you get another mm-hmm. big body in there. It's smart. Um, like I said, it's just not, well, when Jags came in, I was like, well, let's say bye-bye to, to trying to score any goals. <laughs> you know, I was like, well, yeah. I think we're just going to get this over the line. That's all we're worried about. Yeah. yeah. Again, that's new. I got to get exactly. used to trying to win exactly. points. I mean, it, 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 it. Hmm. I don't want to say it's not nice to see because it's always nice to see you being at three points. But it's almost, it takes me, it takes me a second and third watch of the game to appreciate that you know, really, what we're doing is just getting drag, getting the results that we need. You know, granted, you know we do, we, you know we do play good football in the build up to goals, but we don't, we don't lose ourselves. We don't get too ahead of ourselves, which is great to see. Because how many times, like you said, under Martinez, do we go two up? Like you know, a, a game that's bringing to mind the West, a West Ham game. It's the first one home. I thought of. First one I thought. Yeah. You know, we we throw 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 results away just through defensive lapses, but it just doesn't seem to happen on the show. So, guys, uh, and it's funny, like the time wasting thing. There's parts of it, parts of you where you're like, well, that's not sportsmanlike. That's not, you know, that's not the spirit of the game. But you know what? <laughs> we haven't we haven't been like snidey for a while. 
you know, and it's been done to us so many times, and I'm sick of having to be on the receiving end of that every time. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's why I love, I love having the likes of Schneidlin, and, and, and particularly now we've got Rooney. Rooney, you know, Rooney is always the first up to the referee, yes, and that, that's, that's, that's in no way to say that he's going to manipulate or, you know, like, like Steven Gerrard used to do always down the year, but it's just... It's just nice, it, you know. It, it, it's a it's a lead it's a leadership. Yeah. Uh, that's 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 just the proper way to put it. It's a leadership that we've lacked. Oh yeah, that's the one thing that I noticed when Wayne came in. He's he's he seems like he's one of the only ones that's not afraid to get in the ref's face. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I I'm not used to that. And and Jags is probably a very good leader in terms of being in the locker room. He's probably just a consummate professional, all that stuff. But Jags being a center back, he's not always r- over there to be able to no. run over and get in the, the the ref's face, but Rooney is. So it's also placement on the field, you know? Uh, yeah. Rooney as captain is making me comfortable. I'm curious when Baines comes back whether he's going to be captain again. You know what I mean? Oh, when Coleman comes back. Oh, didn't even think about that because that's happening. Hopefully, soon. All right, guys. Have we given this enough, t- enough attention? Have we reacted enough? I will add one final thing. Back-to-back results with pissed off two Copite managers. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. <laughs> Great. I'll take that anytime. All right, guys. Well, uh, everybody, that's our uh, Newcastle reaction. This was newsworthy earlier in the week or a day or two ago, so let's discuss it, all right? Because I think it actually, there's actually more ramifications of this than we, uh, than we, than we realize. Um, but uh, most recently, Big Sam decided that uh, Everton's Christmas party is going to be delayed, all right? He said he'll make it up to them, whatever, but he thinks they need to focus on the busy holiday fixture list. We were worried that Kuman's relationship with the players, his man management, uh, it was strained, right? And that we worried that was kind of something that was maybe not helping things. Um, is I I don't I, I know how I feel about this. Is there a chance of the players resenting something like this as digging into their digging into what who they are or whatever? Because I've no. heard somebody mention this, and I don't think that's the no, case. No, I don't think so. I think what what's been so great about Sam since he oh Jesus. Am I am I paying him compliments? I'm listening to him. You're right. Gotta to listen to myself here. Right. What, I almost what, I almost squirted water out of my nose. <laughs> Don't do that. What's been so great about Sam when he's come in is whenever he's been put in front of a camera or whenever there's been a decision to be made, there's logic behind it and everything he says is honest and you can speak yeah. you know yep. you can it makes sense. And, and can, cancelling this Christmas party makes sense as we have had a nightmare start to the season. Um, we've pretty much be, been put in a position where you'd never really imagine an Everton side should end up. Especially uh, with spending £150 million on in the previous window. Exactly. exactly. So I can, I can I mean, to play devil, devil's advocate a bit, I mean, I think... It, Particularly about English football, I think the Christmas, the Christmas period, is something that puts all, puts players off coming to England. Maybe you know, because obviously in other countries you have your winter break, right? And obviously here it's a grueling schedule. I mean, it's really intense. Mm. But 
you know, you could, you've just got to look at it. Like, you know, they haven't really deserved it. The, the performances that he put it, put in earlier in the season lacked real any kind of, you know, any kind of effort or, you know, enthusiasm. So, I think, uh, it, it, it's, you know, it's reasonable. I got two thoughts on this. Um, I think if we were losing and spirits were down, one could argue that we need it worse, but I also think players' attitudes would be crappier going into it, okay? Um, When you're thinking, you know, I already feel bad because our results are bad, and now you're going to take away a little bit of merriment, you know? Um, but, uh, but, But however, since we're winning, I think attitudes should be high, Right. Um, additionally, and so I thought about this. All right, Big Sam keeps saying holiday fixture list. I want to rotate. I want to rotate. I want to rotate. I want to rotate. All right. He hasn't done really much of any of that yet. All right, because he's trying to stabilize. Maybe it's because he hasn't had enough time with everybody to train everybody up. So the thinking is, extra training sessions allows him to be able to trust some of these players who he, he refuses to put in games right now, you know? Mm. So thinking about Michael Keane, I still, I still think that is a solid player, okay? Yeah. And, and, and if I'm, if I'm going to be honest, I think that if Keane had been starting these past few games instead of Holgate, he would have done well as well. I think, I, honestly, I think Big Sam has done a great job with the defense. That's taking nothing away from Holgate. It means that Holgate is ready for the Premier League. That's all that says. All right. So, uh, so yeah, players, players like Clausen, it'd be great to be able to throw him in, even, may, even though he might not be quite ready. I think Big Sam needs to be able to trust these guys. And I think mm. this is where he's building that trust, you know, where he knows you know where you're supposed to go when you get in the game. Mm. So, yeah, that's, that's my rant. You know, yeah, I think I, the, whole I, thing I, <laughs> the whole thing I see with it is he's not actually canceled it, he's just said. We'll put it on a later date because we just need to focus. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like a party as well. I mean, obviously, you get the drunk antics and all that, and I know it won't be as bad. But I think he read. I think he said somewhere in a press conference as well, or something like that, in an interview. Uh, players have to be really careful nowadays, especially with social media. You know, if they do certain things, yeah. it's just going to get publicised in the press and things like that. So this party being put over for the you know next couple of weeks is probably better because it keeps him focused on a tight schedule a busy schedule like you've been saying and they don't get in trouble it may keep big sam more focused too (laughs) you never you never know you know you see the videos of him dancing in the club you never know (laughs) uh that's great um so so when i heard this story i was at first i was kind of like i don't care you know Mm. what i mean like is this newsworthy this we're putting this in a paper, you know, we're putting this online. But then I thought about it. I'm like, this actually does tell me a little bit more about what Sam is doing. Also, man is serious. He's not come man in here. <laughs> He's not come in here to to just half-ass his way through a job because he doesn't necessarily. It was clear that we only sort of wanted him, right? Yeah. I think it's great that he's he's sort of taking this opportunity. He wants to. What's up? I just said it's awesome. I'm backing you up. That's all. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. I think it's. Um, I think it's great that if I. I think 
he's sort of doing it for his own credibility in the sense that he doesn't want to be the guy who saves small clubs. He wants to be the one that takes yep. big clubs higher. So he's taking it seriously, this whole thing with parties and all that, like you can say. That, that may be one kind of indication of trying to change his reputation. But, um, yeah, you know, like like Jerry mentioned earlier, um, the, the morale seemed high as well. I mean, you only have to see the scenes after after we beat Newcastle. I mean, every single player went, went over and saluted the travelling fans. Um, Gilfie Sigurdsson as well, getting interviews after the game, said... There's a good atmosphere in the in the changing rooms around the training grounds, you know. So we, really, that's all you can ask for, you know. As long as the morale's high, and you know if they can they can play through that, you know, play football through the period. And they, I reckon it's because he's English. They get better, it, you know. It's great. Mm. Do you reckon it is because he's English? Like he, he speaks clearly. Not saying that Coleman didn't, but. Because he's English, a lot more people have got no, a bit more respect for him. It's but. Yeah, I think it's his methods, definitely. Yeah, I think yeah. He, you know when you when you watch when you watch when you watch Everton's when you watch Cummins Everton, then when you watch Allardyce's Everton, there's just so many differences. That, you know, there, there are so many differences. Players, you know, like we've said plenty of times, they're, they're a lot more regimented, and then. They seem to they every single player on that pitch knows what they're doing. Know mm-hmm. the role is. They and play also, with a passion as well. I would also say that Sam has something to prove. You know what I mean? Like he's got a chip on his shoulder, and sometimes that's an awesome thing. Sometimes that's amazingly great. He, he's always been that guy. He's always been that type of person. I think uh, mm-hmm. I, probably why he's, he's had so many high level jobs. Yeah. That he's always kind of had that chip on his shoulder. He, he's always tried to prove his worth. Yeah, he's been one of the things Edward mentioned is, is because he's English, and I thought, you know what? He's been around the English game longer. He's been around the English game for a long time. He's managed many different clubs, been in every type of situation you can possibly imagine. He's learned from that because he's because he, he's pragmatic, you know. So, uh, I mean, there is a there there is a possibility that this him as a managerial appointment could stick. I never would have thought I said that, but, uh, but yeah, there's a possibility. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. It's Jan- Very weird. It's massive, I think. Then, so uh, true. The January is going to be the deciding factor whether or not I think he should uh, see out his contract. Hey, don't if he be surprised. <laughs> we need to. Yeah. Don't be surprised, though, Max, if he buys Walsh type signings, not really flair players, but players that can be plugged in and do individual jobs. That mm. and more of a money ball type of a situation, you know, because mm. that, that don't be surprised if if we're if we're wanting some kind of flashy signing, but he gets somebody who's the unflashiest possible, but he wants to do a job with them, you know, that might be annoying watching, to see, but oh, yeah, it might work. I was watching your transfer video a couple of weeks ago as well. Um, worth checking out. Um, <laughs> sort of going. I think we'll go. I'm sort of directing it a little bit towards that. Now we've got a couple of games under Allardyce. What areas would you want to go for? Yeah, I still, I still, I still think that this number nine is that. I know that's not an against Calvert Lewin, um, but I do, I do think Calvert Lewin can be a useful player for the team. I think he's got a few. I mean, God, he's just signed a new contract. He's going to be a very useful player in the future. We just need a clinical forward. That will just take all the half chances that comes his way. 
You know, mm. I mean, we had it with Lukaku. I mean, he did. You know, granted, he did. If you, you only had to watch him, you know, he, he did miss a lot. But you know, there, any there, chances he took, he did half, make. There was there were half chances that he was taking. You know, he was the type of player he could create a goal out of nothing, really, at times. And I just feel like we need to just up our efficiency in front of goal. Yeah. And once we mm. do that, I think we'll just continue to be on the up. Uh, the great thing, I think, about what Sam has done it is that we have players that can do a job as starters now. Now we just need to look at our squad and uh, and figure out where, where do we need depth. Left back, mm. maybe center back depending on Funes Mori and what's going on there. Um, and, and up front, that's, those are places where we need depth. Sam has mentioned one or two players we'd be buying, guys. Just throwing it out there. Aubameyang. All right. All right. I'd love that. I'd love that. Before Edward continues with the fantasy. Uh, <laughs> so I think we've covered Big Sam Steals Christmas long enough. All right. Guys, uh, it's time because he's starting to get healthy, and uh, it's also the fact that January is coming. We need we need to talk about Barkley. All right. Um, so, guys, uh, recently Barkley posted a picture of his scar online. All right, social media, and it looked it looked enormous. It looked like something out of a Frankenstein movie. You know what I mean? It was yeah. it was heinous. Yeah. That was a crazy looking scar. Um, so Famous yeah, near the anus. I think I think that <laughs> I think uh, that maybe went a long way toward making people think that oh well maybe he can't play right now because that was the rumor there for a stretch was that Ross could actually play but wasn't yeah. because because he's thinking about a move and all that stuff. All right. So um, anyway. Uh, so, do we foresee Ross playing for us anytime yes. soon? Yes, I'm hoping so. Yeah, because I'm Ross Barkley on form. In in, in when he's having, when he's having one of his days where he fancies being decisive and he doesn't dilly dally on the ball, he's one of our best footballers. Um, he did. I think. He, David Unsworth hit the nail on the head when you know when Dave, when Dave was giving out his um, press conferences. He kind of he said you know when when he gets fit, you just you know you just really hope he stays because he, he he can become an Everton legend. You know he he really, he really can. You know everyone's rooting for him. He's a lo- he's a local lad. I mean I know pe- people people. Something that I, I don't understand about Barkley. People love um, criticizing his game, no yeah. matter no matter where he is on the pitch. Um, but you know, I think it just it comes with the territory of being young and English. I think because hmm. it's not just it's not just and local. Yeah, because obviously you know you get you get you get your local criticism, but then it, you know. You have seen it hit a national level as well, so yeah, I think when he comes back into the side, uh, I really do think he can be a key player. So I feel like the criticism. Oh, no, sorry. go ahead, go ahead, man. I feel like the criticism for him is because of the fact he's a local lad and people. It's sort of a. It sounds a bit like cringy and all that, but 
people care about him because he's from Liverpool, because he's an Evertonian. You know, people care about him as if, like, family, they say, oh, you're doing bad, Ross, because we know you can do better than that in some ways, I guess. I mean, there are other there are other things. I mean... They're just people, so they can't be happy. Yeah, I mean, a- expectations are huge for local people. You're right. You know, for local players, they're going to be huge expectations. However, you look at his, you look at uh, at Ross, all right, and I'm I'm going to say the things that I've heard, and then I'll mention the stuff that I that I see in his game. All right, the the biggest thing that you hear is he doesn't have the footballing brain that mm. a player like Wayne Rooney has. Okay, mm. um, that he's he's not, you know. A craft, the craftiest player on the field, that he tends to uh, bombard up to the box and then not really know what to do when he gets there. Okay, um, some of that stuff I think is fair, and some of it I don't. All right. Uh, the whole thing I think about it is he's got no one else is on his level in a certain respect. I think that's why he worked so well with Lukaku because Lukaku was in that sort of level that Barkley was at. He he knew what he was going to do. They some of the other players don't didn't know. So, I mean, he was making great passes, just no one was there. No one knew where he was going to put it. I think, actually, the other thing that is that is actually something that's difficult to figure out is the fact that he's so physical. His, his physicality and his versatility work against him because he can play an 8, a 10. He can play a little bit wider if you need him. Because obviously with the way the Premier League... Premier League is, you need that kind of physical edge to you, and there's no doubt that Ross has got it. As you say, sometimes it does work against him in that. He looks a bit lost in that. His his best position isn't really set in stone. Yeah. You know, because he's he's an interesting player to to discuss and analyse because, you know, there's, there's a lot of potential there, but I just don't think... It, it's come out yet, and as the years pass and pass, you know, it's it, it's almost as if you're waiting for that season for him to just mm. burst, you know. And I just hope when he comes back, because I do, I think him and Wayne Rooney, and I've said it before, I think Wayne Rooney can really get the best out of Ross. Oh, I, I, I was excited when he signed because I thought, oh, there's potential with Barkley here now. Yeah. So, so guys, um, let's pretend. Ross comes back within the next week. All right? Let's pretend he starts training with the first team in one week. Let's be honest, guys. It's two weeks till transfer window opens. That's not, that's not a long time at all. So, honestly, if he's, if he's healthy and he's able to play, I think if he plays for us sometime in the next two weeks before the window opens, I think that's a great sign. I think if he actually plays a match for us, that's a great sign. That, to me, says I'm willing to put my body on the line for the team. Yeah. I'm willing to go out there and do what I can. All right? Yeah. Um, the question is, how is he going to fit into our setup? We've got this. We've got a little, a little formation now, right? We've got a nice formula. What do you do oh, yeah. with Ross? Because he's a talent. You try to figure out where to put him. You try to put him somewhere, okay? And frankly, uh, if you want to keep Rooney on the field, and if you want to keep Gay and Schneiderlin both in, and you want to keep Siggy on the field, 
I think the ridiculousness of it is you have to put Ross where Lennon is. Mm. Or you change formation. Or you take Schneiderlin out and you play Ross kind of a little bit the way Davis was playing and have him be more of an eight, which let's be honest, I think a lot of people consider Ross an eight. Yeah, he's got that number on his back. Yeah, and he's, I mean, the idea, I think I would I would like to see him uh, defensively put a little bit more in to be an actual eight, um, but that's just, that's going to come with it, I would think. But what do you do, guys? I don't know. Don't bring him in. I, I'm, I, you know, I'm trying, while you were saying that there, I was trying to just process it all. I, I, I just think, because obviously, you know, we've got a good system going on at the minute. I, just, I wouldn't bring him in straight away. I think, because obviously, as you've said, a lot of a lot of the fans want to see him develop that defensive side of his game. Not 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 to the point where you know it 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 dumbs down all his attacking sparks, but maybe if you bring Barkley on as that late substitution and say you know hold the midfield, break forward if you can, but hold the midfield. Just I know I, I don't forget he's been out for a long, long, long yeah. time. So you know I think integrating him slowly probably be the best for us. And that's and all that is assuming. And we need to get to this in a minute. It's assuming he stays. So there's that. Yeah, I think um, like Chelsea's back, back and sniffing around. So yeah, yeah. I think uh, he'll go into the position. I reckon the position of Lennon because I think he could be like another Balassi. Because oh. just because I was watching, I was watching your video about Balassi. Um, <laughs> he's got he's got pace. He's got power. No, he's not a winger. Maybe not the skill to take on defenders like Balassi oh. has, but. It's also somewhere where he can learn defensive abilities, for now, anyway. Here's, here's, here's the question. I feel like if Vlasic can play can play a winger, Barkley has the ability to, but not... I mean, let's no. be honest, he's not exactly like Balassi. He doesn't mm-hmm. have... It's not like the dead, straight-out speed. I don't see Ross as being someone who's going to outrun people as much. He'll kind of boss not, them off the ball. He's not a winger. We see we seen that under Martinez. Martinez played him out wide several times, and there was a lot of factors to prove that Ross is no. Um, he's not. It's not. It's not my first choice for him. But if you're trying to find a place for him on the field, in that formation, it's really the only choice because you don't want to take Rooney. You don't want to take those other guys. But I, I think the solution will be change in formation. I'm just, I just want to. I just want to like explain. I re- he's just not a winger because. Obviously, a lot of fans have first started pointing towards his fitness because when he was getting played out wide, it just looked like too much running for him to do, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It just showed that you know he's just not a winger. That's a, that's okay. It's not a problem. Okay. But, and a, another factor that I I picked on in particular is you can't put Ross Barkley too too close to the line because he needs the space in front. He needs the freedom. Uh, you, you put him too close to the line, it limits his game. Um, he put you put him in places where he doesn't want, doesn't really want to be, and his best game, his best game doesn't come from being stuck on a touchline. So, I want to I want to mention Max. I don't think Edward or I or anyone, and I don't even think you would be. No, of course you're not. But I don't think we're saying that was in any way his best position. Mm. All right, that's what about against Bournemouth though last year? You know what I mean, like. Because he played in that sort of position, I think a bit more narrower. Mm. But yeah, he, got... narrower. Yeah, the um, the Man City game at home is a game that I, I kind of 
point to, as you know, as, as you just said, we were playing narrower and kind of, kind of a bit like where, where you see Rooney because Rooney, obviously, he, he runs his socks off and you see him picking up in all these kind of strange positions on the pitch. You know, quite a lot of people have said, you know, you see him playing more, almost like a quarterback role, but as he pushes forward, you know, he, it's almost as if it becomes a narrow midfield in that. Even though you know you've got the likes of Gilfie, who we have said cuts in as well, mm-hmm. but I I do see similarities between Rooney and Barkley. Mm-hmm. So that that just what I'm saying. I mean, I mean you you wouldn't That'd you would incredible. I I I do because you know I I think Ross has those sparks of brilliance that you see Rooney come out with. I mean, a, a goal that I point to is one of the best goals I've ever seen. That I mean that that game where. If we'd have won, we'd have got champion. Well, we were looking like we were on course for Champions League, but Liverpool would have won the league, and we got beat, which we did. Oh, that was against City, wasn't it? City went on to win yeah, the league. Yeah, I was at that one. I was first at the one. He scored that screamer. He had some absolute screamer first touch, you know. So there's just a little hint of quality that you show. When when he's in the right positions on the pitch, he can come out with absolute brilliant brilliance. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, so, so I think when we when we analyze this, um, if if we put him on the wing, he needs to play narrow, all right, and not worry as much about trying to get yeah, to the right corner point. and then cross. Not really, yeah, more of a forward. That's a I, I prefer that terminology because I don't think it would be a winger. Okay, let's just never call him a winger again. Let's just <laughs> let's just say right. Right, no, no. Trust me, I I was really talking about me, but <laughs> but. Uh, uh, the idea of getting uh, uh, narrow, playing on the side, narrow, and being able to cut in and interplay yeah. with Calvert-Lewin, interplay with Rooney, and all of that, that could be possible. Oh. However, um, don't be surprised because in the past, Big Sam has more flexibility in his formation than he lets on. All right? Don't be surprised if, I mean, I, I, mean, I think all of us could envision a scenario where if we're down 1-0, and we take Schneiderlin out, bring Barkley on, and Gay stays right in front of the back four. And so it's four mm. one, and then two. You got Rooney and Barkley right in front of that. Yeah, that's not bad, you know. That's brilliant. But but that, it, that what, yeah, that is, well, that's pretty much what I do integrating them back into the team because I think it suits his game. Scouts is united. <laughs> so so imagine that though: Davies, Rooney, Barkley, midfield. Mm. No, not really too bad. Scouser's dream. <laughs> yeah, with Kenny on the right back. Yeah. One last question: Yes or no? Um, is Barkley leaving in January? No, no. I don't, I, don't, I don't know whether that's with my heart or head either. So I'm just going to say no. I don't I want. Think he... I don't want him to go, but I think he's gone. I say. I think yes. And it's I, the right. Do you think he's gone? Yeah, do you? I, can't, I, I just I can't see him going anywhere else. I just think he's in the right environment for oh, it. Oh, I think I, right now is a great time for him to be here. I just think he made his decision in the summer. Well, he's you know? getting behind and supporting the team, if you see on Twitter. I love that. And, and you know, Sports we're posting stuff. Uh, Everton's posting social media stuff involving him. Mm. You know? So, I don't know. We'll see. Good little we'll indications. Ne- next couple of weeks is going to be big. 
They're big for his future. So if I had to recommend anything for him, I would say stay because I do think this is a good place for him. And I think Allardyce could do some things for him, even though Allardyce wasn't really a fan of his, on you know, for the national team setup. All right. Um, yeah. I want him to stay. I just I, I think he's gone with my Ross, gut. if you're watching, please stay. I made a whole road to glory on you, so please stay. All right. So, guys – uh, any other last words for Ross? Ross, we know you watch. Stay, man. Please stay. If we've covered this, then it's over. Thank you. <laughs> Guys, we have uh, another... Every, every game right now is big for us, uh, coming off the horrible form we've been in. Uh, this weekend, it is another big game for us. Well, we've got Swansea. Just to rattle off a little bit about their form right now, uh, they're bottom of the table, twentieth, with fifteen po- or no, with twelve points. All right, mm. yeah, they're three, three, and eleven. All right, yeah. Uh, the re- as far as recent games, recent matches, they lost to City, zero to four. They beat West Brom one zero. Um, yeah, they got a win out of their past two. Swansea. Uh, West Brom. Yeah, they beat West Brom. Yeah, probable starting eleven for them, and this give or take one or two people. Uh, Fabianski in goal. That's a, he's a solid keeper, to be honest with you. Uh, Naughton, Fernandez, Mawson, and Mawson is a really good center back. He is a strong kid. Left footed um, or right footed? Uh, he plays. I think he tends to play left center back. Um, mm. He's a he's a good strong guy, and uh, I think he gets the odd goal on uh, set pieces as well with his head. Yeah. Um, Olsen, uh, I think it's a Roque Mesa, Dyer, Key, Klukas, uh, Jordan Ayew, and then either Wilfred Bonney or Abraham. All right. Yeah. Um, Dangerman, I think we got to look out for uh, you know. They're strikers, Bonnie and Abraham, just because they're there. Abraham leads the team in scoring with four goals. Uh, I guess those are Premier League goals we're talking about. Um, and Jordan Ayew leads in assists. So uh, he's a pretty – he's somebody to watch out for if he's playing. I think he plays on the wing lately. Um, yeah. Uh, and I think Routledge may or may not be an injury concern. I think there's some speculation as to whether or not he's going to be available. Um, yeah. There may be news coming out today about that. I don't know. Uh, so guys, um, we're, uh, it's a team that's not, that's not probably feeling too confident. All right. They tend to give up about two goals a game, one to two goals a game. And what happened to the last team that we went up against that was bottom of the table? I don't know. What did happen, Edward? Oh, well, it looked like we drew two, two. Ah, yeah. And the Asi got back. Yeah, that did happen. But you know what? Got a point. Just saying. And that was a really unfair banning. But you heard me rant about that before, so I'm not going to do it again. So, uh, anyway, our starting 11, all right? Here's a, serious, oh here's a serious question for our starting 11, though, guys, because we played midweek, all right? And he said he wants to start rotating. So is he going to stick with the same 11, or is he going to start plugging in some people that maybe he wants to see if he can trust? I think it's going to be the same 11, but Rooney and Lennon will be took out. Rooney for Davies and Lennon for Vlasic. Edward, what do you think is happening? 
I reckon he'll go back to the... Um, see, it's whether he's going to drop Schneider because I think in this one, we should be going for goals. So I I, I would say put two up top, Niasi and Carvalho, and I'll put those two in together. Uh, I'd stick with the same defence. Weirdly enough, especially being biggest critic of Williams, I'd keep him in. Uh, Martina deserves to stay in. Gay, Sigurdsson, Rooney all should stay in. So I think really the only one needs to be, well, that should come out is Leonard. Because I think Rooney shouldn't be dropped, really. Um, just because of the form, you It's just keeping it. It's just keeping his legs in it. I mean, yeah. that, 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 that's the only reason why I'm yeah. taking my team. You know, we, I mean, we, I know we think it was a bit of a time waste employee, but we did see when he came off. You know, a bit of a, bit of a hobble. So it's, you just want to keep him fresh because you know he can win you games, and it, it, it's simple as that. But my question is, who do you put in for him then? You know what I mean? Davies. Yeah, Davies, Davies, Davies. Davies can. I always consider Davies a different type of player from him. I think he can. I, I think Davy, the bottom of the league. I think Davies can really take take this as a, as an opportunity to try and find his, his best game. Really, and he's yeah. he's not a defensive player necessarily either. You know what I mean? Like he he can split a defense with that. Box to box, isn't he? Yeah, and we, we, we we've said it plenty of time. I mean, I know me me and Jerry are a big supporters of his, and you know he he is very versatile. In that he can help transition from, mm-hmm. you know, he, he can be one of them players that wins the ball back and then brings it forward. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I get, I get against bottom of the league. I really do think this is a great chance for the likes of Davies. And again, I, I've mentioned Vlasic as well because I, I think Vlasic is ready as well. I think he, he did really well mm-hmm. when he came on against Newcastle. Cause mm-hmm. a bit more of an attacking threat than Lennon did all game. I think. Well, like, yeah, again, there's another one. It's, it's, you know, I just do. I do feel like Vlasic has Sam's eye a bit more. Because it's think, a wonderful headache to have, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Uh, Especially when Bolasi comes back and Barkley. Yeah, we were talking about that. Uh, the Bolasi. Uh, I watched it. Don't worry. I watched yeah, it. That's a tough one. Uh, you, I think you talked me in to Davies subbing for Rooney this weekend. I think you talked me into it. You know, I think I think uh, I th- yeah. I, I I was I didn't think I thought he would they would go with a little bit more offensive player, but then when I think about Davies' game, he he had numerous amazing offensive games last season. You mm. know, he he has incisive passing yeah. ability. He does. You know, yeah. but he's just had a few off games lately. You know, but I, I think you Who could. Doesn't? What was that? Who doesn't? Yeah, exactly. So I, I yeah. think you could see him come in. You could see it's either Vlasic or I think Lennon will start on the bench too. Uh, Vlasic or, or Lookman. Immediately you think Lookman because he's a little sh- short, speedy guy, and Lookman's a more natural winger than Vlasic is. Um, but uh, but I, I agree. I think lately Big Sam likes Vlasic's strength, likes his grit. Um, but is Swansea a team? I feel I always feel like Swansea lately, with their their wingers and their and their outside backs, they're not a tremendously physical squad, you know. So apart from really up top, isn't it really with Bonnie? Yeah. So I, I take. And I, I, I watched. Sorry, I just I watched the game against Manchester City, and you know they're a side that work hard, mm-hmm. 
but they just they just couldn't compete with the class. Mm. No. And again, again, this isn't make, me making comparisons between Everton and Manchester City, but we've just we've just got we you know we've got the likes of, of Sigurdsson. Uh, you know, we've just been talking about it, Davies, who have the technical ability to just you know outclass people. Mm. So yeah. you know, particularly at the bottom of the league, you just hope some of this technical. It's just a different level. Yeah. This could be one of those where we take, we could improve our goal difference massively. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think when you look at when you look at the the type of squad they are, does he want to go? Does he want to match up and play Lookman against a team that's not overly physical? You know, does he think he may be, may not be, you know, pushed off the ball as much? Um, or or does he want to make sure we have somebody like Vlasic who's going to be strong on the ball, but maybe not? Uh, I don't know. He is. I mean, honestly, though, he can maintain possession just like Lukman can. I just feel like Vlasic is quicker. Or Vlasic is stronger. Lukman is quicker. Mm. This, this, this is this is presenting itself as a typical football banana skin. I think there's there's opportunities there to that's, rotate. That's true. But you just you Do know want to take it. We can't slip. Mm. So but, you know so you we think- can't. Make- we we need to we need to just make sure we get the result first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Even though the opportunity is there to rotate and and as you said, potentially improve our goal difference, we we do we just do need to ensure that we carry on this run. But right now we're four points above the eleventh place team, and uh, oh, that's we're, t- we're even with Watford, who's in ninth. So if we win and they lose this weekend, we will hop them. All right, they've got Huddersfield. And uh, yeah, uh, and Leicester's got twenty sixth and eighth, so that's a four point. No, no, that's a yeah four point jump there. One other change that could be made is in the back with Williams. I think you could easily see Jags or Keane coming in there, uh, but I don't think we're gonna make three changes. I think yeah. Sam wants to keep as much of that team intact as possible. He may, I think, he will make one change though, at least. Yeah, you, you see, you see these successful teams like City, like Chelsea, like Leicester. They don't make changes to the teams, and it works for them. Mm-hmm. So maybe, like you're saying, this is the way to go. But I would be really tempted, especially in a game like this, to put in a bit of a gamble and go Keane and Holgate. Yeah, because that's looking I, like. You know, if, if we manage to keep hold of them both, that's looking like what the what the future centre back pair and is. Exactly, it, it, and it feels. Like, I think it's a bit like though. See, Holgate and Williams work so well together because they're two different players. Holgate will play the ball out brilliantly. Williams will be the one that clears it out. Keane looks to be a bit like the player that clears it out, and him working with Holgate. Maybe why he's not worked so well with Williams is because they're both the same type of player. Him and Holgate together. Here's the thing. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. The only fly in the ointment here with that is when Keane has played left center back this season. It hasn't mm. been the best. Um, How many times has he done that though? Uh, what twice? He hasn't done it very often at all. But the fact that he's done it and it hasn't gone particularly well, he looks a little out of his element when that happens. But that could have been yeah. due to poor management at the time, Partic- particularly with. Martina on the left. I mm. just uh, I keep saying that line. Mm. You know, because mm. as Jerry's just said, you know, there's, there's been occasions when he's been playing left the left of the pair that Keane's found himself in a bit of a situation. So 
two right footers in a duck position. Just, just, to, just to cover, just to, you know, you, you know, you want Williams. It, I think it just goes to show how his form's turned around that you actually want Williams in the scene. Yeah, but you know, and it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a testament to Sam and it's a testament to Williams. Yeah. You know, they both worked really well, and they seem to, you know, he seemed to get the best out of Williams. One other thing, guys, we haven't really considered, which I don't think they'll consider as much. But it is it is Williams' old side, mm. you know, and I don't know if there's any sentimentality yeah, where Williams there, there goes. Was... Will he go to Big Sam and say, "Look, that's my old side. I want to play," and if Sam even cares if a player well, I, I says remember that, them, I remember. I remember they were giving him a lot of abuse when he first when we played against them last December. I think it was something like that. Yeah, and they were giving him a lot of abuse. So whether he wants to still do it is another. Who knows? I don't know. Good question. To be honest with you, when you hear about, you always wonder if that's even a thing, you know? Because these are professionals we're talking about. Do they say, "Can I play against my old team?" Or do they say, "Coach, you do what what you what you want me to do, and I'm fine. Whatever, I'll I'll deal with it." You know? Uh, you always wonder about that kind of stuff because they're they're pros. Maybe they don't. Mm. Maybe they don't ask for that kind of stuff. You know? In a sense, I don't think Williams will care. Yeah. In a way. Because he's, he's that old, he's that professional. I don't think he will, to be honest. Yeah. He needs to get a haircut, though. I'm sorry. He, he, since Arsenal, you know, he had his nice trim, but since then, the dreadlocks. So just so you know, everybody out there, Edward is now plugging a video he'll be doing on his channel soon. Uh, Everton and hair. Uh, pretty much he'll be giving a brief 1 to 10 ranking of all the players in their hair. All right? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm plugging you, Edward. All right, so uh, really quick predictions. Then we got to wrap up. What's the score? Uh, 2-0. Max has said 2-0. But he said it in a very small-mouthed way, Mm -hmm. so I barely heard him. 2-0. Okay, Uh, I'm going to go... With my heart, I'm going to say 4-0. Four. But with my head, I think it's going to be a 2-1. I think they'll find a way to get through, but I think... Actually, no. No, I'll go 1-0. 1-0 with my head, 4-0 with my heart. All right. Um, I've You've lo- missed that, though, haven't you? <laughs> of course. We miss... You know, Edward giving four predictions for each game, you know, <laughs> covering his bases. Uh, and and I will say two to zero, the fact that they give up two goals, usually about two goals a game. They haven't been scoring a lot. We haven't been allowing a lot. That's just that's just stats making my prediction for me. All right. Um, so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, guys, anything else about this about this one? Feeling feeling all right? It's Surprisingly, I'm optimistic. Yeah, I don't. We don't dread. We don't dread the games anymore. Just, <laughs> just don't slip. Just don't slip up. Just you know. Yeah. See, still manage the result. You got me thinking, man. When you said classic banana skin, I was like, oh, we're talking about rotating the team. We're talking about rotating the squad, and that's oh, that's so true. That's where you mm-hmm. just screw yourself over when you start getting too optimistic and cocky. Yeah. So. Okay. Reality comes around and bites us on the ass one time or another. So, yep. you know, just make sure we get the results. That's all I'm after. Indeed. Yeah. So, 
That wraps up our Swansea preview, and uh, and that also wraps up the big show. If you've been listening, Woo. if you've been listening via Ow. podcast, you're you're very nice. Uh, please subscribe to the Toffee Blues podcast and rate it if if you're so inclined. All right. Also, uh, if you're digging the videos, please subscribe. Uh, numbers are going up. We're getting there. Like two hundred. <laughs> give a like. Give a comment. Tell us what you think the team's going to be coming up. That's cool. We'll hear you. You may say some stuff we forgot about. That works. We want to connect. Let's do this. Check out Max's uh, writings on the Toffee Blues website. Check out Edward's uh, YouTube channel, Jam E. James. I think that's it. Gentlemen, thanks so much. Edward, welcome back. It's great to talk to you again. Uh, Max, get some sleep for goodness sake. Uh, Gents, uh, take care. All right? Let's win win this coming up. All right? Bye-bye.